me. Those people were all gone, transferred or committed, or just gone. This year could be anything I wanted it to be. My heart fluttered with nerves and excitement as my father pulled out of the trees and onto the circle in front of the underclassmen dorms. Kiki Rosen and Diana Waters stood next to a black town car as their oversized coach and Louis Vuitton suitcases were unloaded for them. Kiki had chopped her blonde hair into a pixie cut and had dyed her bangs pink. But she still had an iPod permanently attached to her ears. Diana had grown her hair out so that it tumbled over her shoulders, and she seemed taller, older. They looked up as my car passed by and waved. I waved back and smiled. Familiar faces. Last year on this day, I had known no one. Last year, I had felt like I might never belong. Now there were people to welcome me. Everything really was going to be different. My dad pulled the Subaru up in front of a sleek white Mercedes and killed the engine. I climbed out and stretched, looking up at the gleaming windows of Bradwell. I could tell from the walkway that the rooms had already been decorated and personalized. Curtains hung in several of the windows, and someone up there was listening to Averill at top volume. There had been a few changes at Easton this year. According to the information packet I'd received over the summer, there was a new headmaster, and he was already making his presence known. One of his changes was the arrival schedule. Freshmen and sophomores had already been on campus for 24 hours, giving them time to settle in before the upperclassmen arrived and making the circle less packed and chaotic for unloading. My mother got out and tipped her head back, shielding her eyes with her hand as she looked up at the gray stone facade. This was my first dorm room, I told her. Billings House is behind it, on the quad. Just saying the word Billings brought on a rush of anxiety. I had almost died there. Someone who I'd thought was my friend had actually attempted to murder me on the roof. The very person who had killed the guy I loved. Or thought I loved. I wasn't sure if I'd ever know how I'd really felt about Thomas Pearson, now that he was gone. My fingernails dug into my palms again. Billings wasn't that place. Not anymore. Ariana was gone. This year, Just like spring semester last year, the house would be full of friends. A light breeze tossed my hair back from my face. I looked up at the sun and smiled. It was a new year. I took a deep breath, letting hope crowd out the fear. Well, that's everything, my father said, slapping his hands on his jeans. These other girls sure have a lot of stuff. I looked up and down the line of cars. There were mountains of luggage and electronics and plastic boxes and linens. My two bags, new leather backpack and bed in a bag, did look sorry in comparison. I reached into the car and pulled out my laptop case. It and the computer inside it had been gifts from Natasha at the end of the summer. A girl who wins first honors for two straight quarters cannot be seen writing all her papers at a library computer, she'd told me. You are not a cave person. Yes, after two unstellar quarters at the beginning of the year, blame all the drama.
I had come back in the spring with academic vengeance and taken firsts in both March and June. Natasha, overachiever that she was, had been so proud. I smiled now, thinking of her, of how much I'd miss rooming with her. My nerves sizzled with anticipation, wondering who my new roommate would be. I hoped it was someone good, someone normal, someone I could be friends with. Everything okay, kiddo? My father asked, laying his warm hand on my shoulder. Everything's fine. This is going to be a good year, I told him with a confident smile. Definitely better than last. Well, that shouldn't be too hard to accomplish, he joked. My mother and I both laughed. My heart was suddenly so full it threatened to swallow me whole. Look at us, standing there together. We could almost be a normal family. Normal. There was.